God wants you to prosper, not somebody else, not someone down the street, but he wants you to prosper. He promises to be our exceeding great reward. God has a great plan for you. Third John, verse two, it says, beloved, I wish above all things that you prosper and be in good health, even as your soul prospers. Let me, yeah, let me, uh, let me, I'm, I'm gonna go off on, a, I'm gonna go off on another aspect now, right? Okay. Um, so we're fathers, we're husbands, and we're also leaders. Yes. And so something you just said, you know, Psalm 68 and 5 says, God is a father to the fatherless. Yes. Right. So if it's in the Bible, God already knew what was going to be happening before we got to the 21st century. Yes. Right. Because in the 21st century, with the songs we listen to and the culture we live in, we believe men just supposed to be sperm donors, mm. right? Just come and it's okay if I have, you know, uh, <laughs> I had one guy that was in my class, had uh, seven children and five baby mamas. Oh, wow. And, uh, you know, our culture has gotten so far from God. Yes. We have gotten so far from God. When it comes to being the leader and being an example, your children are watching that. Yes. You're, they're learning from that. And regardless of what you say, you know, they're learning from that. So, you know, our only hope is to get them to have their own personal relationship with Christ prior to leaving home so that they can know better. Yeah. Because if they use us as an example, and that's why I say all the time, but for the grace of God, there go me. I always point people to God and to Christ. Don't look at me. Look at God and Christ. Look at somebody who, who demonstrate what it's supposed to be. Not how it is, but how it's supposed to be. That's what we're supposed to be going after. Yeah. And so I have this chapter in, <laughs> I have this chapter in my book about promiscuity and adultery, right? And you know, <laughs> here's the reality of the situation. So God in in, in 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 the King James Version, right? And whatever version you use, they might change the word instead of whore, they might use harlot, right? Okay. And so they try to clean it up. But, you know, but there's still words like that. There's still words like adultery. There's words like virgin and virginity. When you think about all these words, all these analogies God uses, mm -hmm right? They're not accidents that they are in the Bible. No, they're not. It's not an accident that God used those words. So if we are, call ourselves Christian. Now here's something that, that every man needs to talk to his son about. If we call ourselves Christian and God is supporting and teaching about virginity and marriage and he's showing the difference between whoremongering and adultery and promiscuity right on the other side so if you're a young man and you want to marry a woman that's whole one day when you get married right yeah and you're not supposed to be involved with women that are doing 
the wrong thing every other day with every other man that comes by. <laughs> so if you take those out, who's left for you to be having sex with? So when a man tells another man to go sow your wild, wild oats, that's a lie. That's Satan talking. That's Satan talking. And then we wonder why our families are so broken up and why our families, you know, and in the Bible, <laughs> in the Bible, it says in the New Testament, you're getting divorced because of the hardness of your heart. It says that you shouldn't marry somebody that's divorced. So here's the thing. So here's the thing. If that's the case, if men couldn't go find another female two months later, guess what would happen when they get lonely at night? They might go back home. Exactly. <laughs> but in the 21st century, stuff is so free and loose, we can do anything we want to. But listen, <laughs> If we gonna, if we if if we prayed to God to save souls and change lives with this conversation, yes. then if somebody would just take that little piece right there and realize God's intent and how God wants people to <clears throat> to make this to make their marriage work and to and to date correctly, yes. then um, then the place in the home for the father to be a leader. Instead of sowing wild oats, we should be leading and setting examples. That's what we should be doing. Yes. So yeah, it's um, like, I, like I told you at the beginning, <laughs> I'm a very conservative pastor. And when I look at what the Bible says versus how our culture is living, we need to repent and get back to God. Because we are we are way off base. Yes, and we I are way, I, we are way off base. You are you are so right. So yeah. you saying ladies lock it up. You yeah, be out there accepting just anything, but yeah. we can be the leaders and leading is a heavy weight. Yes, it's not for the faint of heart. But yes, step into that. You know, recognize that people are watching. I think it was said before that we're supposed to preach. Everywhere yep. we go, and if necessary, use words. use words. That's right. You are preaching and teaching. And I know that <laughs> I've heard of several where, you know, the husband left the home, you know, and they divorced. And the young girls are saying, I'm not going to get married. And the guy comes back and said, well, why not? Well, the one man that I trusted left me. <laughs> would I trust somebody else? Oh, yeah. So you've been that leader. You've been that person that I looked to. Yep. And you let me down. Yep. And that's yep. real. That's real. Regardless of what you say, I see what you did. I and that's my example. Wow. Yep. Yep. Well, yep. let me say this for mm -hmm. those who are listening and you're probably thinking, you know, I have not been perfect. I really messed up. And we all have at some juncture in life. None of us are perfect. We didn't get born saved. How's that? That's right. We did. That's right. And sometimes we in the church will forget that we have gone through and we have dealt with some issues. That's and right. we are recovering or we are right. wounded healers, as wounded you healers. said. But <laughs> so don't think that your past is an indictment to say you cannot change or to yeah. say that you cannot do better, 
or to yeah. say that you cannot now have a future that is bright, that you can you can go back and you can say, let me point to my past and it didn't work. Yeah, but now that's... that I'm doing things God's way, it is right. working. That yeah, is yeah, we, yeah, we've all we've all made a mess, right? <laughs> we've all made a mess. But listen, what you just said about, about pointing out the truth, this is why in Ephesians 6, when God talks about putting on an armor, it starts with truth. Mm -hmm. It starts with truth. Loins girt about with truth. Because if you get to the point where you've grown, you've matured spiritually, then it's up to you to share your truth, right? It's up to you to share your truth. But anytime I'm talking to people and I'm counseling or whatever, I always say, it's like musical chairs, right? Mm -hmm. You play the music and everybody, and then when the music stops, you all try to grab a chair, right? Right. <laughs> so here's, this is life. This is life. Mm -hmm. And I hope everybody does hear me because, yeah, I, I want you to hear me. There's no perfect person. The only perfect person, they crucified. Yes. Right? So we're all starting when the music stops, Wherever you are today, start from there. Don't be trying to look back and talk about, yeah, you know, let the devil uh, beat you over the head with that. You're already forgiven for that. You're already forgiven. So don't be thinking about, you know, you know, don't be caring like I tell the inmates, don't get out with that scarlet letter on your back. That's a lie. Turn it loose, right? You're already forgiven. That's a lie. The only thing you need to do is going forward, Going forward, I, uh, when I was a child, I thought I was a child, spake as a child, understood, but now, right? Become a man. I'm become a man. All the men, all the men that take time to listen, you want to be a man, pull up your pants and be a man. Be a father, be a husband, be a leader. Pull them up. Pull them up. All, you know, we, we look at I don't know what's going on with gang members or drug deals or whatever. They, you know, they got this thing where they got to have a pain sag, and I guess they be letting people know they're in the game, whatever. I don't know what I don't know what the, what the purpose is, but I'm trying to tell you, whenever you grow up and you get beyond that, and you decide to be a man, then pull them up and act like one. Because right, right. it's it's time, and we need we need people. <laughs> we need people. We need fathers in homes. Yes. Um, and like you said it, initially, it's not only for sons. Mm -hmm. Daughters need fathers in homes. Amen. Yeah, daughters need fathers in homes because that's how they learn what to expect and how to know when something's not normal. Right. I was looking at I was looking at uh, <clears throat> a conversation from the lady from the Department of Justice. She was giving some information about um, trafficking, human trafficking, mm -hmm. and how people get caught up. Yeah. And the, and and the main target is young ladies with low self esteem. Exactly. Coming from broken homes, yes. don't know what kind of, what to expect out of a man. And they get caught up with something that they think is love. And it's because of the absence of fathers in homes to show them what it's really supposed to be. So yeah, um, you know, uh, Father's Day, 
it's more than it's more than uh you know a day to you know get in your lounge chair and watch your basketball game or you know have everybody serve you and bring you uh you know buy you a present and give you a gift right it's for fathers fathers should take it to heart and understand what god means for them to be as fathers what does God mean to me? What, why does God, why did God make me? It's not an accident. When you stop and take so much, and I, I was on this at the beginning, the creation of God is so wonderful. It's so beautiful. There's so much to learn from his creation. Just look at it. Yes. Just look at it. Go outside and look at the leaves on the trees, how they come and go in the fall and what that means sometimes when you're supposed to turn some things loose, but then it's time for new things. Yeah. Look at how the birds congregate, how, and, and the Bible says how they don't, they don't, they, how they're adorned and how God takes care of them and how God feeds them. And we think we have to get so much Think about how our ancestors lived, how our grandparents lived, going to get wood to make fire to have breakfast in the morning, right? Mm -hmm. and, and, and that's how they lived and they survived. And some of them lived till they were 90 and 80 years old. But here we are in our 20s and 30s thinking we have to have stuff. It's a lie straight from hell. Yeah. We don't have to have it. So we're working three jobs, staying away from our families, breaking up our families, thinking we have to have all this stuff right. when we really don't need it. Teach your children how to sacrifice. And I know I'm I'm probably I'm getting ready to preach my extra sermon there. <laughs> <But, laughs> we we'll go to the, the third close. Is that what yeah. yeah. But um, and, and even yeah. in from a personal standpoint, I recognize that in, in, in talking to some women that a lot of them have been abused in yes. the past. Rape has happened or occurred yep. to some of our young daughters because the man has not been there for their mm -hmm. protection. And that part is very sad. So guys, yep. um, strong appeal that we do value you, we do need you, we need you to stand up and take your rightful place to be the leader in the mm -hmm. homes as well as in the communities. If you see someone who does not have a father figure at home, be willing to step up and lead for them so that they will know what it is that they're supposed to do. And this is an appeal, a personal appeal to say mm -hmm. we do need you, that I'm, I'm silently you know, cheering you on because I want to see so many more men step up to the plate and do what God has called you to do. Yeah. And change this culture. Mm. Um, I want to say this, Pastor Dwayne, I love our conversations. They he, he gets all excited. He felt like me, you know, we get fiery when we start talking about the things of God. And I appreciate that. And he does have a, a book that's coming out why America needs to repent. And I think that is so appropriate and apropos at this time. When it mm. comes out, I want you to get in touch with him. I will make sure that I drop all the links regarding the church as well as the email in order to get in touch with him. But go ahead, Dwayne, if you would tell everybody how they can get in touch with you, because I, I really want them to, you know, touch base and say, hey, I need you to come speak to my men's group, or I need you to come speak at our church, or I need to get that book and let's go through it. 
I want them to be able to reach out to you. So can you just um, share some of those links for us, please? Well, thank you. Um, yeah, um, the easiest way to do it right now is to email me at one war warrior ministry at gmail.com. One warrior ministry at gmail.com. Our um, church website is Christians United Congregation dot uh, org. Christians United Congregation dot org all together. Um, and so, yeah, via email, via if you want to uh, look me up on Facebook, is you you it's easy to find me because my name is spelled kind of awkwardly. Dwayne is spelled D W A N E without yeah. a Y and without a U. So if you spell it right, it's probably going to pop up. <laughs> if you don't spell it right, you're going to get all kinds of Dwayne's, but it's D-W-A-N-E uh, Massenburg. Yeah. So if you look that up, uh, I put out prayers every day on Facebook, uh, trying to keep people encouraged and also trying to teach at the same time. Uh, we love the Lord. And because I, you know, as a father, just to kind of wrap this up a little bit. As a father, one of the things that um, led me to the ministry that we're doing right now and the book is because I love my grandchildren okay. and I love them so much. I realize that the best thing I can leave them is not money. It's not a house. Mm -hmm. All that might be fine, but the best thing I can leave them is a world where there are a few more Christians. All right. And so that's why that's why we do what we do. Amen. That's why we do what we do. So uh, yeah, look us up. Um, Dr. Shanti, you are great. God has, <laughs> you, God has you in a special place at a special time. Yes, he does. Yeah. I appreciate that. And I appreciate you. I yeah. salute you. And we're definitely going to make sure that all those links are there. One Warrior Ministry make sure you go see that at gmail.com and yes. then christiansunitedcongregation.org. Uh, make sure that you connect with them. Uh, I'm excited about what God is continuing to do in your life. And yes, on Facebook, he does send those prayers out every single day. So you might want to jump on the bandwagon with, with that blog post, things of that sort to get the book. I mean, whatever, make sure whatever he has that you're on point with it. Again, I'm Dr. Shante Haynes with Heart to Heart Truth Ministries. It truly has been my pleasure serving you today from all aspects of life, all the ups and downs, the roller coasters of life. We thank you for being here. And our goal is to help you put feet to your faith so that you can truly walk victoriously. Have an absolutely fantastic rest of your day. Hi, I'm Dr. Shante Haynes with Heart to Heart Truth Ministries. And I'm your biblical money management expert and strategist with over 20 years of proven results. From one client who took one tip out of my book and saved $2,400 a year to another that was on a fixed income and is now going to be financially free for over six years. I'm excited about what I bring to you. What you don't know is that after 29 years of marriage, I got the rug pulled out from under me when my husband asked for a divorce. I was dumbfounded, anxious, and unsure of what my financial outlook was going to be. Now, I know how money works, and I've coached many, but I didn't think in my wildest dreams that this would happen to me. 
After all, I'm the prayer warrior, leader in the church, professor, speaker, and I have almost as many degrees as a thermometer. But what I learned after navigating my journey is that 90% of the women devastated by divorce or death ended up like I was, hiding in the shadows, wanting the life that they sacrificed so hard for, and they wanted their future to match the efforts in which they put in. Now, what we can't control is how someone else feels. And we can't control the system, which is typically stacked against us. But what we can control is how we manage the finances that we do have. We can effectively build confidence and walk in abundance. There is a smart way to move forward in financial freedom. If those things are something that you're interested in, I'm your girl. See, my passion is to help women devastated by the double Ds, divorce or death, but want to live life confidently on their terms with financial independence and security, as well as peace. So if you are tired of the anxiety, the stress and feeling stuck, if the embarrassment and the shame are keeping you from confidently moving forward, and if you lack the money management skills, as well as the financial decision-making so that you can have financial independence, I'd like to help. If you're looking for those effective tools that are going to transform you from wounded to confident, and if you're looking for the smart way to move forward in financial freedom, then I truly am your girl and this program may be for you. The program is called Prosperity After Pain. It's a financial transformation experience. And if you qualify, it might be the thing that is going to change the rest of your life. Your heart may be broke, but your bank account doesn't have to be. Contact me today for your free strategy call. You can find us online at h the number two htruth.org. At Heart to Heart Truth Ministries, we're helping believers live an abundant life based on God's word, standing on his promises, walking out his principles, sharing with God's people, serving as unto the Lord.